hi, you're here. Welcome back. Now, just a little, I don't know, disclaimer. I planned out some of these episodes a while ago, and we're still figuring out the whole new podcasting <laughs> journey we're on. I'm very much aware that these awards might be old news, but we could still talk about it. I don't think it's a big deal. It was still a big night filled with tons of fun stuff, and watching these awards are just always a good time. I don't really get sick of this stuff. I hope you don't either. And what's really going on in hockey right now anyway? At least this way we have something to hold us over for a little bit more before the season kicks off again. And we'll just relive the night, why not? But before we do that, since I figured this is a little bit of a throwback to some stuff from a couple months ago, let's just go over some current hockey news. Now, in between every hockey player either getting married or golfing or both this season, this off season, there's a handful of news. Just kidding, there's always something going on. Players seem to be having a great off season. Now, Vladimir Tarasenko is no longer a Ranger. He signed a one-year, $5 million deal with the Ottawa Senators. Logan Cooley, who was a number three pick in the 2022 NHL draft, has been signed to a three-year entry-level contract with the Arizona Coyotes. And what else? What else can we wrap this up with? Something I could assume all Devils fans are excited about. Timo Meyer signed an eight-year deal. The contract is $70.4 million. Devils are definitely setting themselves up for a real run at the Cup this year. I mean, they did great last year, but this year I think they really have something going. Let me know if you like these little updates. Just throw out some quick news before we get into the episode. And definitely keep doing it and see what other stuff we come up with. So, recently we just had the NHL Awards in Nashville, hosted by Dirks Bentley. Thought Dirks did great. I'm a fan of his music, and I didn't know what to expect with him hosting, but I thought it was really good. He also had his son Knox help him out, and it was a fun little co-hosting gig for him, it seemed like. It seemed like the stars that Knox was talking to also had fun with it. And uh, seeing an athlete relax and have a little lighthearted conversation is nice. And speaking of relaxing, having players in Nashville just sounds like one big party. So they didn't do any relaxing. I'd love to know what goes on. You know, were they, what were they up to? Where were they going? Bars? Were they shopping? How'd they feel after climbing every single one of those steps into the bars? I was just in Nashville last summer myself, and if you know, you know with the stairs. There's a lot, and uh, every bar is like three levels, so. Anyway, I'm sure they had a great time. Uh, maybe it looked different. Maybe their time in Nashville looked different than mine, but who knows? I would have had a whole list of questions ready if I was interviewing them. Like, you know, do they have any recommendations? Where'd they go to eat? Anyway, um, if you know, you know. I imagine everyone had a ton of fun. Nashville's really something else, and it was just cool to see the mix of music and athletes and all the little things going on with the awards being there. But I thought it might be fun to highlight our winners, maybe even some of the nominees. I, I like learning about players, especially some of the ones that maybe aren't as well known. Um, getting some information that maybe people don't know about and letting you guys know. Also, it just adds a personal level to things. Maybe it's a little bit of a girl thing that we just like knowing everything. Whatever it may be, we're going to highlight some of these impressive players. See what I did there? It's been an eventful season and I'm ready for next season since the cup. I've been ready, actually. I'm going to happily welcome a bit more hockey until uh, we get there. Hopefully this just helps get us through. 
I think a lot of us can agree that hockey doesn't always get the, res the, des the respect it deserves. There we go. I think the NHL is in a time where it's reaching new people and it's doing its own growing and I'm excited to see where it goes. It's reaching a lot of new fans and it's definitely doing something right. Uh, but fun facts I found out about these awards. A little bit of history, quick before we get into this. The Lady Bing Memorial Trophy has been awarded 88 times to 53 various players since it was first awarded in 1925. Just throw that fun fact out there next time you're talking to a hockey fan. Uh, extra points if it's a guy. Bet they won't expect it. Let's do another. The Selkie Trophy, the current winner, Patrice Bergeron, has the most Selkie wins. He's won it six times. And now that he's retired, that's also an update since the awards, Patrice Bergeron has announced his retirement. It's going to be interesting to see who else comes close to that or maybe surpasses it. You never know. I've seen some names being thrown around, so just going to see what happens. Come back to that. The Calder Trophy was named after the NHL's first president. And it's actually really cool. Three AHL teams, so the affiliate, have won the Calder Cup the same year their NHL team affiliate has won the Stanley Cup. The Hart Trophy, oh, onto the Hart Trophy, was named after Dr. Hart. He was a well-known doctor in Montreal at the time. Uh, that time was a long time ago, in like the 1930s. He donated the trophy to the league, and it became the first individual NHL award. Dr. Hart's son was a coach for the Montreal Canadiens for like nine years and won two Stanley Cups in 1931 and 32. And no other than Wayne Gretzky has won it nine times. So some fun, quick history there. And now on to this year's winners. The Selkie, as I mentioned, went to Patrice Bergeron. The Calder went to Matty Beniers. Lady Bing went to Anise Kopitar. And the heart was won by Connor McDavid. And of course there were other awards, but those were just kind of the main ones people were focusing on. I think ultimately respecting the athlete and how great they are and how, what they do and how they do it should be number one. But why can't we say they have great style and play a great game? And not that I'd ever assume any of the players would be listening to this. Everyone loves a good natured compliment, fun compliment. And I love clothes, I love fashion, you tell you can tell a lot of the players do also that's no secret i have a few best dressed picks maybe you do too maybe we have the same ones so here we go in no particular order now boston did win big, big at the awards patrice bergeron jim montgomery and then we have our goalie first time bezia award winner linus olmark big fan of the classic look and if you look closer at his suit he has like sparkly details on it classic done with something fun i love it and we had, he had his brief interview with the tnt panel they pointed out how his jacket was shimmering and like sparkling and never forget that okay men, real men wear pink we all know that one i think it should be changed to real men wear sparkles because that is something i can get behind the bow tie was a nice touch he looked great very james bond with some sparkles unexpected but a nice little welcomed combination next we have Florida left winger Matthew Tuchuk, Hart Trophy finalist. He didn't wind up taking the award home, but I'm sure he's going to have many more chances in the future. He finished, I believe, in third place, and there's so much that can be said about him and his playoff run. I highly recommend watching the documentary series ESPN does on the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
It's called Quests for the Stanley Cup. They do a really good job highlighting Matthew in it especially, and just the player he is and how he's grown throughout the playoffs. Playoffs definitely show off players like you've never seen them before. And I probably can go on and on about that right now, but right now we're talking about his outfit. Back to that. His navy printed suit is fun. It just looks so crisp and like, just like Linus, you get up close and it has a little something on it. Um, just some print, it's really cool. The black buttons on the shirt look great. Some pictures, he has some cool dark sunglasses on. And I think just more than that, I'm into, even more than just the suit itself, I'm into accessories. So I appreciate that. Not a single comment more for me on that. Love it, looks great, just effortlessly cool. Next is one of my hometown players, sort of New York Rangers defenseman, Adam Fox. He was a Norris Award nominee. His dark green suit looks great. I love a rich, dark hunter green. It's simple, and the color is what does it for me. Maybe this is this one's on me, but I don't know if it was a crowd favorite. I love the color of the suit. It's nothing crazy as far as detailing or anything. Colored suit though, 10, 10 out of 10, always. Uh, I think my last pick, I'm going to have to go with my Islanders captain, Anders Lee. He was nominated for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy for his work with Jam Cancer in the Can. Also, I didn't know that it was his fifth, nomina fifth nomination in the last six seasons for this award. He had a simple, classic navy suit, and just something about it works really well. The fit was great, he looks great in it, and I look I love how the guys love to have fun with their suits, and that's awesome, and you could tell when they arrive to games in their suits, they love to have fun. But every once in a while, maybe an unpopular opinion, a classic has to win, and I don't know, I'm not going to argue with the captain, probably not a good idea. I don't think anyone should argue with the captain. And just a little added thing I want to note, the personal touches that these guys add to the inside of their jackets is everything. Like... Mitch Marner put a picture of his dog Zeus in the inside lining of his jacket. Another captain, Nico Heischer, had his number on the inside of his. I love the stuff that's, the little stuff that, it's all in the details. Just can appreciate the accessories, I can appreciate the details too. Now, I don't, I think there's room for fashion and sports all in one. Because if you watch any time these guys have to get dressed up, you, you know it, you see it. They have fun doing it, so we'll have fun talking about it. But some of my favorite moments from the show, Connor McDavid, who won the heart, was surprised by the Stelter family when he was accepting his trophy. Definitely could talk more about the Edmonton Oilers and their Stelter family, the legacy Ben still holds with the foundation his family created in another episode, and you guys could let me know if that's something you'd want. But really quick summary that Ben Stelter was a young Oilers fan who was sadly diagnosed with terminal cancer. He became a big part of the Oilers family and Connor dedicated their playoff run to Ben. There's tons of articles that could sum it up better than I ever could right now. But there was a bit going on between Biz and Connor um, that if he won the heart that in his acceptance speech he would have to thank his hot tub and Biz would donate $10,000 to whichever charity Connor picked. No surprise that Connor picked the Ben Stelter Fund. Wouldn't you know it, Connor won the heart and of course gave Biz his moment they agreed on and thanked his hot tub in his speech. And um, and then Connor matched Biz's donation, which was a big moment. It was a nice way to wrap up the show. And I definitely went and read up on some of this foundation, Ben and his family, and definitely recommend it. The awards being in Nashville was great. 
and this is especially true for what happened in Nashville in March. It was very fitting that Nashville police received a standing ovation. It's not much to say besides it was a great moment. We all see how well these athletes are respected and then you have these officers get a standing ovation from these athletes who respect them. It's well-deserved and it's not much more to say besides it was a touching moment. You have these elite athletes standing for two police officers. It kind of all speaks for itself. And I'm glad the NHL included it. It's the opportunity was there to have that moment. And I don't think you could put too many words into it. It's a moment where the actions spoke for themselves. But moving on from that, a moment I didn't expect either was Jim Montgomery's speech. He is the head coach of the Bruins. He was, expect he was accepting the Jack Adams Award. The other coaches nominated for the award were Lindy Ruff for the New Jersey Devils and Dave Haskell for the Seattle Kraken. It's a very honest speech, and I don't know if anyone really expected it. I suggest watching it if you haven't. You probably could watch it several times and find more in it than you did the previous time. What a lot of humility, and you don't see that level of personal very often, especially in sports. So when you do, it's a big moment. And all those heartwarming qualities were brought out, and I'm glad... I'm glad it was there. I'm glad it was able to be presented, and you don't usually see a space held for that in sports, so when you do, it's worth giving the attention. It was one of my top moments. Staying with the Boston theme, back to our goalie, Olmark, Linus Olmark, for a second. He was making his support known for Jim also regarding Jim's speech, and just being so open, and it allows for that mutual trust between players and coach between the coach and the players, and it's a really good point. It's kind of like when you open up to someone and it shows that in some kind of way they can do the same to you. I put a link to an article in the show notes that I really liked that went a little deeper into Coach's Montgomery's, behind, into Coach Montgomery's uh, speech and the reasoning behind it. It's a really good read. Now, who remembers George? So the Detroit Red Wings had some rep representation at the awards. Uh, George went viral this past season. George was is a little boy who had his face on the Jumbotron at uh, the De Detroit Red Wings game. His dad had a sign that it was George's first game, and just the interaction George had with some of the cameras was enough to have him all over social media the next day. It's a cute moment, and it was nice that the NHL Awards had invited him and his family again, well, to the show, and to have him again on camera. On top of that, he provided help on their social media to announce the 23-24 season. I really like how they did this. Obviously, George made an impact all over the NHL, not just with the Red Wings, and the attention is well-deserved. I think he needs to be involved in more events with the NHL. It brings such a fun, playful, personal note to the league, again, that you don't see that often, and I think we're seeing a little bit more of it. Also, just think how cool it would be in, like, years from now when George is older and he gets to talk about being an unofficial poster child for the Red Wings and gets to have a small piece in uh, some NHL events. Now the TNT panel has been getting a lot of like positive feedback this whole season. I thought they were great as usual. I missed Henrik up though, but it's okay. The other guys were awesome too. He brought something, Henrik especially brought something great to the panel and I hope he has a bigger role moving forward. The guys were still awesome, though, anyway. Biz's interviews are always great, and you never know what Biz is going to come up with. Biz caught some flack, though, from what I read over on Twitter, and Biz does what Biz wants, and we love that, usually. <laughs> but people were especially talking about the interview with Connor Bedard, 
and people were saying it just got a little weird, which you can't win them all, I guess. Um, I think the Connor McDavid interview was great. McDavid was a great sport, accepting the Hart Trophy, you know, was prompted from biz. Uh, Jack Hughes and the biz interview were, was great. They played off each other really well, I thought. Biz got Jack out of his shell a little bit, in which when you can get personality interviews from players, it's nice. It's like, oh, that's fitting. That's very on, on brand for them, I guess. I like when you can see the person, even if it's for a minute, and then just the personality on top of being an athlete. So if nothing else, Biz does that really well. He's great at it. As always, memes from any events are always great. I think sport memes may be my favorite type because these players aren't trying to become memes. They just are, which I guess is how most memes are made. But still, I think um, it's just funny. It's just a simple moment that's become something really funny. And there's probably quite a few from this award show. I think sport memes are my favorite, like I said. Um, most of my friends don't get them. So if you have any, any good ones, send them my way on Instagram. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was fun to kind of wrap up these awards. If you want to hear anything else from me, let me know. I would love to cover more things. I think it made us want hockey season back already. I think it would be awesome if you followed me on Instagram and we can be friends and, and see where we go with this. But thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll talk to you soon.